Hi, yeah. and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with Instagram model Dylan Reed. How you doing today, babe? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. So, to clear up any confusion before we start, um, Dylan, you want to explain why you're not on camera? Oh, um, this is, I'm testing my boundaries up as it is. I don't, when I go live on my other accounts, I don't really show my face. It's just something I don't really feel comfortable doing. I don't really like looking at myself when I'm talking. It makes me more anxious and nervous. So I'm more better off the camera. But when I'm taking pictures and doing a quick video, it's more still. I'm not really having to do much looking at myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, it's probably because, like, in some ways, even though, like, you show yourself, like, pretty much, like, completely nude, it's more like, that's probably, like, a little bit of, like, a confidence booster for you, right? It's not necessarily, like, you're still, like, trying to get confident with your body. Is that yeah, fair to say? Yeah. I don't think it's something everyone's going, everyone's 100% miss. I think it's something, no matter how far you are, how comfortable you feel, there's, you're always going to have more and more to, like, take on and grow with, which is completely yeah. fine and normal. And that's good because growth is a really important part of, like, accepting yourself. You don't got to tell me about that, believe me. Being <laughs> a, like, being a bigger person, just, like, in general, in a world of, like, a lot of times where people are especially like not necessarily now now they're like more accepting of people but especially when i was growing up it was very much thin is beautiful you have to strive to make yourself like that thin like and yeah. that's just that's just not how my body has ever been and then when you've been a thin man people say things yeah. oh you need more meat on your bones and you can't win yeah you really you you got to be someone's ideal of perfection in their eyes. But what's the point in that? Just be your own ideal of perfection. Absolutely love it. Yeah. That is, this is not the fucking truth. Like. Preach it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where are you originally from? I'm from Dundee in Scotland. It's a beautiful Work. town. Very nice. Yeah. We've had some famous people come from here. There's a Runner up on Drag Race UK, who's from here, Ellie Diamond. Oh, okay. She's yes. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people come from here. Yeah. Famous. I mean, but that's got to be nice. I will say, like, people think it like rains all the time. Well, we've had really bad rain recently because we've had a storm, but it's not really. People always think, oh, Scotland's cold and cloudy and raining all the time, but it really isn't like that. It's really pretty here. Isn't that the stereotype for most of, like, England's, like, Scotland, the UK? Like, isn't that the stereotype anyway that it rains most of the time anyway? That's um, what I've heard. Well, people, even people down in England say this, make the same comments about people, like, about Scotland when they've never been. Yeah. I will say I've never been. I'm one of those Americans who's only been out of the country one time. I've been to the Bahamas before, but, like... Oh. How was that? That sounds amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I've grown up... So I'm in Florida, and I've, like, grown up in warm weather my whole life, and I just want to desperately get to cold weather, because, like... I think I, the weather here is quite fair, to be honest. You get your good days, your bad days. Yeah. You should get the right spot. You won't have to deal with the floods if you get a flood. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a good thing, because it's, like... 
In Florida, you get like maybe two weeks of winter, and then it's pretty much hot the rest of the year. Really? That would be quite yeah. sure. Fair, I don't like it when it's too hot all the time. I can't leave my house. I end up taking like an anxiety attack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, totally, yeah. Like every time I talk about going on holiday, people are like, are you going to handle the weather? I'm like, I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So, um, what was it like for you growing up as a kid? Oh, uh, I've op I've opened up a few times uh, about like when I've connected with other people about the struggles I've had. Like, it was difficult growing up. I was bullied and stuff. Obviously, everyone's been bullied, but we were, me and my siblings were, we were really badly bullied. I'd say, my some I was like physical as well at times. Just for being kids, that was crazy, and. Then people obviously, we were stereotyped as well and we didn't fit other people's aspects at all. So they were like, oh, you're gay, you're gay, because we had higher voices, we were skinnier. We were smaller, not as big as the other people. And so we have automatically called gay. <laughs> Long behold, little did they know, they were maybe onto something, but still not the point to tease someone and bully them over. Yeah. And my brother was my best friend growing up. He and me went through everything together. He's only 10 months older than me. Damn. Uh, every, yes, everyone's aware of my siblings through my Instagram. I post them all the time. Always take pride in them. Uh, but they grew up to be gay as well. Well, my two older siblings did. It was just us three for a long time. Then when I was 10 years old, my mum had another brother, but he wasn't really like in our generation, if that makes sense. Right. So, yeah, so me and my other brothers, we went through it all together. Bit of a shit storm. But to be fair, like, it didn't make me any more scared. Over time, I grew more confidence and I stood up more and like, didn't really take the shit anywhere. I was like, fuck off, not doing all that. My brother had yeah. a harder time with me, I feel like he did. But he's come out of a train, he's really good too. But I've always been protective over them. <laughs> there was actually an incident this year. <laughs> and right. My brother was, we were, all, we were out having drinks and then my brother went outside because there was a lot of commotion and he works for, he's like a student nurse. So just in case someone was hurt, you know what I mean? And I had just been outside smoking and I went and sat down, he went out, but he doesn't smoke. And then all I see yeah. was him get dragged down by a crowd of people. So I just went running out. We just got into a big massive fight. It was, I'm not going to lie. It was quite fun from the exercise was a bit, but I'm really protective over them. Yeah. I mean, that's understandable. It's like, First of all, so you said you're like other brothers from a different generation. I will say this theoretically, I'm probably from a different generation than you too. Because, like, how Trump old are you? Uh, I'm 26. Um, no, actually, wait, <laughs> how no, because I'm, I'm 29. Oh, see, so my like, brothers, my older brothers, you're older than you. Who is my generation? I guess that yeah. like me and my two other brothers were born like so. My, my oldest brother is yeah. 30. Then my other one's 27, I'm 26. We grew up closer yeah. together, that kind of generation. My little yeah. brother was born in 2008. So that's a completely wow. different generation, I feel like, yeah. But it seems like, the thing is, like, I feel like I'm somewhat still close to people who are 26. Like, when I talk to people who are, like, 22, I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? You're talking about what? Like, 
I'm confused. <laughs> I get messages from people of all ages. Like sometimes people have been like 17 and I'm just like, oh, could you please refrain from messaging me, blah, blah. And I always send them off that I'll be born in pack, like, well, we're not born, like, I'll be talk on what they're, be, be careful online and stuff like that because the predators. <laughs> I deal yeah. with enough of those. So yeah, I know what I'm talking about. And, but no, yeah, I, like, even, I find it dead weird. Like, I can't believe I'm 26. It doesn't feel like it. I feel like I'm 19. Well, the reason I said that is because you look kind of young. Yeah, I get mistaken for being young quite a lot. But I mean, that's not a bad thing. That's gonna that, that may like suck now. It's gonna help you when you get in your forties. I can tell you that. Like, you no, know, I see the good and the bad side of it at the same time. So, I I bloody love it. Never want it to end. But at the same time, I'm like sometimes when people say, "Oh, you got identification," I'm like, "You really are taking the piss." Yeah. That's for something like Red Bull. Like an energy drink over here, you have to get I I have to get ID for it because you got to be over sixteen to have it. And when they come up to me, they got identification. I'm like, you know, I'm not younger than sixteen. I'm covered in tattoos on my arms. What fifteen year old would have that? Wait, 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 hold, hold up. You have to get ID'd to get Red Bull. Yeah, because, in Scotland, really. Yeah, I think it's all over the UK at the minute because the kids have been drinking it. It's for fucking them up. My little brother was drinking energy drinks for when he was a little bit younger. I was like, no fucking way. I was like, no. And when I was younger, I drank a lot of uh, energy drinks and I ended up with like really bad chest pains and I'd end up getting dizzy and almost fainting and stuff. So I had to stop it because it's the caffeine. Too young to be taking that much. No, I know there was one time, one of them I took. I don't know if they have it in Scotland. It's called them Bang. Uh, bang energy, yeah. Yeah, they, we, we've just started getting those in stores because the Americans have them. Yeah, the f- I see the Americans, the f- you're actually American, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm American, so like I've only yeah. I've I've only had it once because, like, literally the first time this was the last time I had it, I took one of them and it's like I almost felt like I was having a heart attack. Like, <laughs> yeah, they do that, and I'm like. Somebody gave it to me because they were trying to say, like, I will admit, I am, I, sh- I will admit, I like caffeine. I need at least, I am not like a coffee drinker, but I need like at least one soda a day to like keep me awake. Yeah. But I'm like, so somebody says, like, you could, you should try bang instead. I did that once and I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Like, <laughs> it was got banged out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is not worth it. Like, <laughs> no. Maybe, no, yeah, you have to get ID for it over here. Some people still sell kids it because you know they're young. Like, my little brother's come back from the shop. I'm like, why has they sold you that? I was like, he knows you're a child. <laughs> but, um, no, I got ID'd for it a few times. I take it as a compliment, but at the same time, it's like, I feel a bit ridiculed. Well, that means you had to have been... Like, 15 years uh, old. Well, no, ID'd, like, if you have to get ID'd for that, you probably had to get ID'd for that. You've had to get ID'd for drinks, probably, your, like, whole yeah. time you've been able to drink, because, um... I've been refused entry in places, because, like, you're a kid. I'm like, no, no. Because, like, um... Because I'm assuming Scotland's, like, the rest of Europe, where it's, like, 18 where you can drink, right? Yeah. It, yeah. You could drink... As legally, you have to drink at 18. Legally, yeah. you to drink at 18, but and buy it but if you're you can consume it and stuff like that at the age of 16 and you could have a drink with your parents when you're out from like nine years old or 12 years old or something with a meal (laughs) but me i'm like obviously scotland's got quite the rep for like drink people getting drunk 
and stuff like that. Everyone thinks Scottish people are drunk all the time, which is to be fair, it's quite accurate. I mean, like I've been drinking <laughs> since I was like twelve years old. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's all of the countries like um, England, Scotland, Ireland. I know that because like I'm I'm part Irish, so like, like a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people are like, "Oh, Irish people are always drunk." I'm like, first of all, you're gonna say a whole country of people is entirely drunk the whole time? <laughs> it's madness. We actually have a ban in Scotland. <laughs> Only in Scotland, you're not allowed to purchase alcohol from the shops before 10 a.m. and after 10 p.m. So you're because, not allowed to... Because the amount of people used the amount of alcohol, like the alcohol and everything like that, young drinkers, um, the statistics went up. They used to record how much vodka did sell from one company every year. And I used to get excited every year to see, try and figure out how much I would attribute to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well... It's not there... fair, because like, if you're like had a late night at work and you're off the next day, you're like, oh, you're not just going to have some drinks. Oh, but I don't have enough drink in the house. I can't go into the shop and get some, because it's after 10 o'clock. You're like, fuck. Well, see, they used to have regulations like that in America, like, long, long before I was, like, drinking. Like, <laughs> they, I think they ended those, like, in, like, the 70s. Oh, well, I was got implicated in yeah. the thousands. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, actually, people tell me, like, I'm in my hometown, unfortunately, I hate, as I said, like, <laughs> I cannot wait to move. Like, that's, I'm hoping oh, to move, like, next year. I'm to be moving, too, out of Scotland. You, you want to move out of Scotland? I'm going to be moving out of Scotland, yes. Where are you going to be moving to? Uh, I'll be moving to England next year. Oh, work. I'll be moving in with my partner. I did oh. live in England once before for six months on accident, and it wasn't it wasn't the best experience, but it was life-changing in a good way. See, that's got to be, like, the good thing about living in Europe. It's, like, everything's, like, theoretically, like, close together and like you could take trains everywhere so like it doesn't take yeah. long to get anywhere because they're because they're there there are hardly like any trains in america and that's honestly because of the airline industry who's buying off politicians to let them buy trains <laughs> so what? that they it's it's like it's like i was talking with somebody and i was thinking like for some reason, like if when you haven't been on like a trip for a long time, you think like time goes faster. I thought from Florida it only took like four hours to get to California, and somebody told me no, it takes almost twelve hours. I'm like, what? <laughs> By airplane? I'm like, I know for a fact that there's a train I can get there a lot faster than this. Like, it's like if I were to get a train from where I am to London, it would probably take about 10, 12 hours, and no, probably longer, be about twelve hours. But if I go to Glasgow. I could fly there for like an, an within like a, just over an hour. Wow! Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Work. So, what was it like for you coming out? Um. Oh, I found it quite easy. To be fair, like it was two thousand and twelve. It was like Christmas time. I told my mom I was bisexual. <laughs> my older brother had not long come out, 
maybe that same year or maybe the year before he had just come out he took he he didn't find it easy coming out but i did because i knew my mum and dad were there would be accepting and stuff like that you know they're they've always been comfortable they've always said if you love someone like that and like of the same sex then you do my mum would always be like girlfriends girlfriends because she wants grandkids and the idea like i don't know what her generation of people wanted but obviously yeah. she, got, <laughs> she got a couple of gay kids <laughs> and the younger one's ginger so we won't talk about him uh yeah but no so i they made me they always made me feel comfortable my family yeah I didn't really care much for my other family's opinion. Uh, the only people I really cared for as like my my grand's opinion, but I knew she'd be fine. Yeah. So I then I told I then had got a boyfriend, multiple boyfriends, should I say. And one of them was coming to visit and I was like, fuck. I was like, tell my dad. So I came up to my dad and he was like, That's no problem, I love you for who you are, blah blah. He was like, I don't care if you didn't even ever meet someone. He, they were just totally accepting. And yeah. that was so important, and it was the best feeling ever. And then for coming out to people publicly, I really, so I had all my boyfriends from all over the place on this thing called Blackberry Messenger, and I met one of them, stuff like that. But then I met this guy locally from my city, and I ended up breaking up with all the other boyfriends and went out with him. And then he was going on about coming out, because he was out and he was quite well known at the time. And I was like, well, you know what I'll do? I'll just change my Facebook status. So I changed it. I didn't really tell anyone. I only told my mum and dad I was gay. That was well, bisexual. That was it. You mean, didn't, yeah. really tell, didn't need to tell anybody else. <laughs> and then I just changed my relationship status on Facebook. And people spoke about me and stuff. But at that point in my life, I was already like, I do not give a fuck. People right. have been judgmental and said things there. And you know what? At the end of the day, <laughs> It's funny because they're bothered, but I'm not. <laughs> right. And, and I love the reaction. I just love knowing that I can make someone feel that annoyed or bothered to speak about. Well, I mean, I will say this. I also came out in 2012. I also came out as bisexual. So <laughs> the thing was, as I always say, I had an easy time with family because... I will say in some ways I was fortunate because I only had to come out to one parent because I came out yeah. um, four months after my mom died. So. Oh, bless you. Thank you. So it was just, <laughs> it was just, it was just, it was just having to tell my dad and my sister, which was easy. I'm going to the bad part. We're going to get. That's so okay. I, I love the bad parts. So I came out to a youth minister of the church, which was a mistake. So I told him about this performance idea I had with like a knife and how I'd practice stabbing myself because I'm <laughs> because I'm dramatic, obviously. And like no, I love it. Thank you. And so he left the room. He came back in about 10 minutes later. He said, You have one of two options. Either you're coming with me or I'm calling the cops. You was. So okay. I went with him. Now knowing what he did to me, I would have let him call the cops. So I should have. I'm sorry. I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> I went. I went with him to get a psychological evaluation. Mm -hmm. I passed it, but he lied to make it seem like I was lying during the exam, and as a result, I got locked in a mental institution for sixty-four hours. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. 
you can't get that over here. They don't have that power over over here over here. And see if they try. I'm not being funny, but you, you can't even tame kids. When I was like 15, and if an adult even spoke to me in the wrong way, I disrespect him back to exact same manner. My parents raised me that way. Well, see, this was the thing. I was 18 at the time, but like the problem was I didn't realize like this is something for everyone out there. If you are younger and watching this, first of all, your parents are irresponsible. So once you're done paying attention to us, <laughs> go tell your parents to ground themselves. That's... Oh, I already told my parents to do that when I was 14. <laughs> I have a great memory, trust me. <laughs> yeah, but second, and like, so what I did was I was 18, but I didn't know what I was signing. So I basically like signed away my rights. Oh. So the reason he was allowed to do it is because he got me to agree to basically get put on what was supposed to be a 72 hour hold. I didn't actually stay the full 72 hours because I I was brought in on a weekend. So I had to wait for like a weekday Jesus. for someone to like release me. But yeah. when I did, but when I did like the, um, weekday like psychiatrist literally had one meeting with me and he's like that he told my dad he's like this so well-adjusted young man i don't know why somebody brought him into this place he manipulated you didn't he got you to sign yeah. your rights got you to self-admit yeah. yourself yeah and was it comfortable this it was let me I'll I'll go into details. I don't mind I don't mind I don't mind telling this part. I am well removed from it enough that I can tell this thing. So my first night there, so okay, so when you go into one of those places, like I wasn't in a place with like white coats and people in like straight jackets and all that. I would have felt unsafe in one of those kinds of places. Yeah. They let me keep my clothes, but they made me hand in my phone, my wallet, my keys, my shoes. They put it in a Ziploc bag, and they give you basically like these um socks, like hospital socks to walk around in. And when I was brought in, there's like a reception desk, and then they there was like a bed like right next to it. They're like, that's where you're sleeping tonight. <gasps> oh my god, that would have been petrifying. <laughs> it yeah, it it's it was extremely scary. I'd be, the thing is, like, I'm not surely saying, but if someone put me in that, I would, I would, I would react and probably get myself kept there. But I'm not just reacting because I don't like being like I'd be strapped to the beds and everything. That'd be me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, you can't. The thing is, you have to keep your cool because you can't overreact. Because if That's you overreact, I mean, yeah. I to do they're going to keep you in a longer. Yeah, I'm going to keep my cool. No. <laughs> yeah. And then I met this. Um, well, I saw some interesting people in there. There's this one lady who made like flowers out of like cigarette cartons. Like <gasps> that should be interesting. <laughs> I actually like draw the like draw down how to do it like origami, so we could have practiced that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like as I say, you meet interesting people. Like, what was that? I saw somebody like get handcuffed to a chair. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like listen all of this stuff like and then once i got out they put me with this um what was called a therapist a quote-unquote therapist 
She was not. She was a counselor who worked for the church who tried to pray the gay away. <gasps> oh, no. So that's what she was trying to do, pray your gay away. Yeah. She failed. <laughs> yes, clearly it worked out so well. I hope she's still praying. <laughs> I literally I thought it worked for about six hours and then I saw like this guy that like I was into I saw like his ass and got hard and I'm like nope this didn't work <laughs> I don't think like I would I've always wanted to like go into one and be like just to prove to them it doesn't work I think it's ridiculous with poor people have to suffer that and endure that I I feel for so yeah. I've had so many people come to me and tell me their struggles about coming out and stuff like that. And some of them are actually still in the closet and too scared to come out because they know of their reactions. And it, it's just been heartbreaking because I've never like I'm like I've been fortunate enough to get a really good acceptance and stuff like that. And I've yeah. been strong enough to not care for other people's opinions. Whereas these people that have come to me haven't been in those situations and it's broke my heart. I just not been able to. That's one thing I can't relate to. Like I, I, I had an easy out, and and I just wish that more people's parents were like mine's, and that well, sense. Well, yeah, because this is the thing. A lot of people think. I don't know why they think this. A lot of. Well, I'm not gonna say. A lot of Americans think of liberal or of of Europe as being so liberal, and it's like it's not really. The UK is actually quite chill. Well, like I, my, I, I love living in Scotland. I loved, yeah. like I said, I lived in England six months by accident a couple of years ago. And never I, I was like, I built never again. I'm only moving now because I've got a new boyfriend, so <laughs> different from my last. Uh so I'm but I love Scotland so much. Like people here are just are so friendly, like child. You could like you could go into a pub, sorry, a bar, and yeah. make new friends. And so the, you go in again, you'll see them again. And your next thing you know, you've got regulars, you got friends. Because people are just so open, nice and accepting. And I'm I was like 18. Going into what you'd call an old man's pub. It's where all the like older people would be. And then like if there are younger people in there, it's because they're family, the people who are regulars. And my friend moved to the city. He ends he was an old soul. He ends up going there, then I got there open and accepting. And it's just madness. I've got friends that are sixty when I was eighteen years old. People were just so open and accepting. Oh, and not in the pervy sense either. Not those kind of friends. See, that to me seems wild being an it American. Is, like it is wild. But okay. When you say friends, do you mean like friend or do you mean like friend? No, I'm trying not to mean quote unquote friend like you got on the internet, like that old man, Paul, six to eight. He does not want to be your friend. He does not. Comment no. sexy on your photos. No, your he I was like 17 year old and men online were like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I was like, I am a child still, basically. You're what I mean, like, you're like, I was 17 getting asked to send nudes to old men. I'm like, oh, you got to be 18 to produce porn, don't you think this is legal? <laughs> See, but I was. Unsolicited I, nudes are just the worst. I literally, and there's law in Scotland now where you're not allowed to send unsolicited pictures. Well, okay. This is mm. my, this is my, like, first thought. How does Scotland police grinder? Like, how do they use that? No, like, how do they police it? Like, in other words, meaning, like, you're saying it's illegal to send nudes. How this do you stop I mean, somebody so from I doing think, it? I think what's got to happen is, I think when they put them to get this law, uh, it's for people who then want to report it. They're not oh, monitoring okay. that as for reporting. Yeah, but I think as well, like, 
Granger, I've not something I've not used personally myself, but that's just an absolute walking STI fest. <laughs> <laughs> like when I've had my hookups, right? Obviously, when I've been single, I've had my whole days. My hooker heels are well and truly up for now, and I used to I used to hook up with people at bars. Everybody around me was on Grindr. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't. I was on my knees. <laughs> so they did it wrong. See, the thing was, I will say this: being a um drag queen and like pretty much the whole time I've been like legally able to drink, I've been a drag queen. So like, I didn't get. I didn't hook up with guys much. It did happen a few times. Yeah. Because you find people who are like into really the sexy. Yeah. Well, no, they're fine that are like, no, that are into like cross dressers and like those. Oh, right. are the yeah. People. Or those type of people. Yeah. Mm hmm. There are, so the, the bar that I used to work at when I um, lived in the city, it used to be like, it was part of a hotel. So like they had like a beach out back and like there was this, um, black guy because thick bitch obviously it's like he basically six or seven times he's like you want to get your dick sucked i'm like i'm like okay okay <laughs> uh, and i let him suck me off i'm like why the fuck not like if you're if you're offering i'm gonna take it like being a spell yeah but there's one time it's tricky though right because Dundee gay scene, obviously I'm from Dundee. We have yeah. a gay scene. Everyone knows everyone. But what does everyone know everyone? I've got two brothers, one ten months older than me, and the other one three years old, four years older than me. And we're all in the gay scene. And they're hoes. My <laughs> brothers have been hoes as well. So trying to get someone that we've not all like we've, we're all trying to get go near someone the other one's not been near. It's just been impossible. We've had people jump from one to the other brother. We're like, no, no thanks. <laughs> Trying to like, sorry, I've just got a bit of a tick my throat. Trying to like get to no. the family of us all. <laughs> so wait, so you've hooked up with the same guys that your brothers hooked up? No, those with? guys, those guys try to hook up with us. They'll hook up with one brother, then try to hook up with the other. Oh, okay. I th I thought they were successful. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like, have, I can't lie and say there's not been occasions where there's been one guy in the mix between two brothers because there's been times we've not knew. My brother ended up dating someone I had <laughs> I had slept with years beforehand, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, as we got an older, we got more aware of like, no, we definitely do not want to go near the same men. And we've all got different tastes as well. Right. My oldest brother's taste is probably anything. Um, Peter's is probably... <laughs> Peter's, he's got a good taste in men, kind of. Diverse. And I don't know. I've not really had the best taste in men, but I think I've had it now. I think I've got it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, well, hopefully you aren't look. Well, I will say, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to ask this. So you said you're in a relationship. I'm assuming closed relationship, right? Closed. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, I mean, I've been like, here's the thing. The only relationships I've been in have been open relationships. And it's like, I think, like, as I've always said, like, for the right person, 
Yeah. There should be no problem with you having a close relationship because that should be the only person you're finding or like wanting to be with. But it's like, since I was like older when I lost my virginity, I feel like that's why I had to have like, so I didn't, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like 22. So like from like 22 to like 25. I shouldn't say how old I was then. <laughs> Let me guess 15, 16. Uh, that's how people have kids at this year. Like how long to you? So no, definitely not 15. I was 12 years old and it was with a girl. <laughs> It was with a girl. She was older than me. I didn't lose. I didn't do anything sexual with a boy till I, oh, I was a respectful age. I was about nine. <laughs> You're above nine, you said. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I was around thirteen. Yeah. Oh, around thirteen. Yeah, I think I was around thirteen. See, but I mean, that's like experiment. Well, I always that's... knew. The thing is, like, I always knew I liked boys. I always, knew, I've always known. I like girls too, but I like girls. I like boys more now, but I still do find girls attractive. I don't like telling people like, like, oh, are you gay? I'm just like, I just say yeah. Sometimes just shut them up because sometimes when someone asks that question, you instantly know what kind of mind they're going to have. If you could say no, I'm bisexual, I explain it to them that even though I've got a camp voice, I'm always seen by boys and I look gay as shit. That I'm actually bi, or yeah, they won't understand. So I can say yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> see see my thing was i just had this argument with, or i just had this discussion with somebody it's like at least in my view like i have been with because like i primarily bottom when i have sex but like i have been with bisexual guys bisexual guys are better at sex like that's just in my opinion like are they <laughs> at, at least from my experience well i've never had any complaints so, yeah. Well, at least not to my face. <laughs> but I will say, I, I hate those apps sometimes. I have a friends with benefits now, so luckily for me, I'm only having sex with one person. Thank God. No, I don't. Actually, I'm not against the apps. I'm not. I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, because I don't like it. It's a problem. I, I think you know what people enjoy it. So what? So what? Yeah, my personal opinion, not for me. I'm not saying people on it are like. Or any different from how I am as a person, just different preferences. My preference isn't about like hooking up with someone dead quickly. I've always wanted, I've always wanted long term. You know what I mean? It's just when I've been in long term relationships, they've not been faithful and honest. So that's not, but right. Yeah. It but it's it's also so my thing was it was like I had someone like on one of the apps. They're literally like they got mad at me. They're like. Because they wanted sex from me, and I was, like, on my way to work. And it's, like... <laughs> yeah, hold on. It was pull over. And then, and then it's, like... And then they got mad at me when I didn't respond back to them. They're, like, pacey faggot, and then they blocked me. And I'm, like... I'm, like... I was busy. Like, I'm they're, sorry. Like They act like they're so um, entitled. It's, like, see, of the content I post, not right. Uh, people message me, show me your deck, show me your deck, show me your deck. And I'm like, no. Or can I see? Can I see? And they'll demand. Some of them are polite, but even though, no. But that's when you say no, they're then like, but you made me hard. You posted this. I'm like, just because I posted that doesn't mean I, I owe you anything. You know what I mean? And it's just those type of gay people, I just, oh. 
you know, if that was in person, if you were in person and you were speaking to me like that, you'd get done for sexual harassment. But it's online, so I think that's okay. That's still your treated behaviour. Sexually harassing people, not taking no for an answer. And it's just, I'm not playing hard to get, I'm not like leading them on in any sense. I'm not sending these photos directly to people. I am posting them online. Right. People, are, people will say, oh, you're a slut. People will say, oh my God, you're being body confident. That's a personal opinion. So when you're messaging me and you're being sexual, you're being a predator. You're tr when I'm saying no. I'm not saying, because you never messaged me anything sexual. By all means, chance your mat, right? Everyone yeah. knows everyone to love to try, right? I don't mind that. It's when I say no and don't take the no for an answer. Yeah. It's, as you said, some people like, there's one time I was like at a bar getting ready to like perform and like I was parking my car and like all of a sudden a guy rode up on a bicycle and just like whipped out his dick. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, go away. <laughs> Go away. No, I'm not like I'm not sucking you off before I perform. Like, fuck off. Like <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Some men, honestly, it's men. I was at a house party once and this guy was years older than me. And he was smaller than me as well. He had bushy hair and a beard. Definitely not my type. I was like, I'm at the toilet, but her, it was like a house party and her, her kids weren't there, her kids were out. So I was going in. He pushed me into the kids' room and then up against the door and what to tell what he was impressed with. <laughs> I am a very polite person, honestly. Yeah. Was... <laughs> I just started laughing. It was small and he was like, suck it, suck it, suck it, blah, blah. And I was like, definitely not. I was like, I'm just trying to pee. I was like, I'm going to wet myself because I've been laughing now. And it just he's he says he's straight. He's he's got a pregnant girlfriend. He had a pregnant girlfriend. She was about to have a kid with him. And guess what? It would have been their fifth kids together. And he somehow gets a hold of my number. Then I get texted a couple of nights later. Please, I've got to see you. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Then he tells me yeah. his name. And I'm like, oh my god. I was like, no, definitely not. He told me he broke up with his girlfriend. He couldn't do it with her. I was like, he's definitely drunk or something. I was like, this is embarrassing. And then after I rejected his advances, I then get more texts. This is blah, 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 girlfriend. You're a home wrecking whore, slut. I'm like, excuse me. You can keep three inch to yourself. I don't need it. Yeah, I mean, I, I had like, I had that happen to me actually a few months ago. It was like, I, I was texting with somebody and then this guy's name was like, I won't say last name, so I can say whatever one. His name was like Trey. He's like, this is Trey's girlfriend. And then I blocked, blocked his, blocked his number. I'm like, nope, I'm not. I am not dealing with whatever the fuck you want. No, definitely you, not. You want to confront me? I'm like, all I've done is send pics of my ass to your boyfriend. That's literally all I've done. <laughs> I've done a like, Her boyfriend's the one spanking the monkey. Yeah, and it's like, it's because like. I will say this, like to say that I've been with a few DL guys would be an understatement. Like, <laughs> but it's just, it's because like, as I said, thick bitch with a fat ass, like that's usually what they're into. It's just like, as I said, we all were like young at one point and like now yeah. I'm just like past that. I'm like, I don't know. I want one person. I don't want to like hook up with all these people. Like, 
I want someone who's like, you know exactly what I want you to do. I'm going to, we're, we're going to meet. We're going to like do exactly what we want. And I will say this. I know like some people think this is weird. I actually cuddle and kiss with my friends with benefits. Like, what do you mean you cuddle and kiss? Friends? See, I don't really have friends with benefits. So, but well, I, did, I, I give everyone a cuddle. Friends are not like friends. Friends with well, people I sleep with, people I don't hug everyone. I'm a hugger. Yeah, well, I am too. Like, and I don't it's kiss like, anyone. And if someone kissed me, I probably wouldn't like it. Well, my thing is, if it's on the cheek, that's fair enough. But if you went, I mean, if someone who like I wasn't really familiar with, or yeah, was, that's the like, thing. That's the thing. I don't want to be kissing a bunch of strangers. Yeah, like, no, that's just. I say that's like the <laughs> that's like the um random thing where it's like. When people talk about like intimate, it's like I don't want someone to kiss me. I want you to eat my ass, but like I don't want you to kiss me. Like that's one of those like yeah, weird like line things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so oh yeah, next question. So what made you want to start posting nude pics of yourself on Instagram and Twitter? Well, People, I started on Facebook, right? I started getting a bit of a following on Facebook because I used to get these hooligans in the UK that called themselves Facebook famous because they got a few likes on their profile picture. And they used to be so mean and bully people. And I used to argue with them all. And I got a following for it. And people, like, they're, they're, so when I'd, I'd argue with them for, like, bullying people, they'd always insult my lips and stuff like that. And I've always had that my whole entire fucking life. People going about, oh, you're skinny, or it's horrible. And it really did impact me. When I was at school, I'd get changed away from everyone when I was allowed to. That's when I, like, and, like and PE and stuff like that. Like, it, and that's when I would do it. But if I didn't do it, I just, I wouldn't get changed. And I would make it so uncomfortable. People staring at us, pointing out, oh, look at his spine, you could see it. And then I had shorts on that got pointed off how skinny my legs were. And I used to eat tons of food. I just wouldn't gain weight. And I took it hard. And even adults, adults were so fucking opinionated. Like, who would fucking say that shit to a child? And I, I, over the years, people obviously started doing it online. Oh, you're this, you're that. So I just started posting pictures of myself, pure, like, singing. And then I got such a good reaction about being positive about it. And other people were asking me to, like, all these questions and like how like basically advice and stuff like that and then it just grew over year over the years started doing it on instagram then started seeing people taking a sexual side to it they did on facebook but it was purview of men but the people on, on instagram like okay i'll see it I'll, I'll i'll play into that but a lot of people do forget a lot of the time it's just me trying to be confident within myself they don't know what's going on behind that photo they don't know how why I've posted or how hard it's took for me to post that they just see oh he's been sexual let's fuck it but no, I, uh, yeah, I, so that's why I started doing it. And I've helped a lot of people over the years. People who have been bigger than me, smaller than me. You know what I mean? A lot of people have reached out. People have been older and stuff like that. People have said that they just watched over my and they enjoy it. People, oh, I was just talking with my friend about this today, actually. This boy told me like two years ago that I helped him realise that he was into guys as well as girls because all my content and stuff like that got him thinking, hmm could I be with someone like that and he wasn't could he sleep with boys and he wasn't like hitting on us he didn't try and get any nudes from us he was a very attractive I don't yeah. remember him sending this message but I had it saved in the chat still so I seen it again like this year and I was like Jesus I missed that one didn't I <laughs> but um yes that's why I started doing it and um 
obviously it leads up to the OnlyFans question. So we'll get to that though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll get to that. So I mean like but first of all, you said like people weren't like see, I don't know what it's like in other parts of the world, but at least from what I know in America, guys are into twinks like without a doubt. Like so the fact that like you said you were having people have a hard time with people, that seems weird to me. Oh, especially before like obviously people around the twinks and stuff like that, but I was viciously bullied from a young age. So I kind of like stunk kind of and then like I, yeah. I, I, I've always, me and my siblings, like, we had like, we, we grew up way before our time. We had to with our home situation. And we all, we were, we were kids, but adult minds and stuff like that. So I was able to like re recognize, like, I shouldn't be saying to me, oh, you need more meat on your bones, or they're so skinny and stuff like that. Like, you don't, like, maybe say it to my parents or something like that, or inquire about it. Don't say it to my fucking face. And I'm like, I eat a lot. People are like, yeah, so you did. And they start saying, oh, just horrible taunt and stuff. And then, as you got older, yeah, people kept kept doing it. See, as I said, it's like I've come into my confidence. Like I get, I get where you're coming from because it's like my evolution in drag was like I used to wear like pants and like t-shirts and all that, and then like all of a sudden I just started like towards the end of the pandemic, I basically just said fuck it, and I wear like body suits and like I'll wear like a t-shirt, nothing but like a t-shirt and like underwear and like high heels and i'm like i'm like fuck it and like i honestly have that point where it's like if you don't like the way my body looks don't fucking stare at me how like, does it make you feel so it makes me feel amazing especially like when my friends with benefits comes because like he's come to see me perform and it's like when i'm in a body suit and then like all of a sudden he just like grabs onto my ass i'm like i guess you get a bit of confidence like oh i can't yeah. do that yeah and it's no, like I, I get it. I, I I get it. I I got to the point where like that as well. Like, not gonna lie, there's sometimes with like personally, um, I struggle with my own body image. Like, you'll see up if you go through my posts and stuff, people have noticed. You'll notice like, I'll post a bunch of photos at once, and it's all photos I've taken. Like, I've taken at once, but I post them like, over a week period or something like that. Or yeah, I'll do it a while where I just go through my pictures. But when I'm doing that, it's because I'm not feeling that great, so I'm not taking and making more content. You mean I post? It's like my virtual um, diary and photo album. Online. Yeah. You know, that's what, what, what I picture it a lot like. And when I do post these pictures, like, I like, I, I love I love seeing pictures of me. I don't know why. I love looking at pictures of myself. Not in a vain way. Not in a vain way at all. But more in like <laughs> a, it makes me feel confident. Like, knowing how much, like, I, I, I know how much in my head, like, I've beat myself up about it, how upset I've been and stuff like that. To then see myself and that image being like yeah i took that i need to remember that i could still be like that i could you know what i mean and it gets my confidence back it's not easy it's 24 hours in you got to keep on my on top of it all it's so easy to slip i have well, to dip all the time yeah well gee there's a shocker a fag that likes pictures taken of himself or like taking pictures of himself and staring at himself no, like gee, there's a shocker there them. i like looking at them <laughs> yes well that's all Fucker, that's all of us. Like, <laughs> I like taking pictures of. Well, okay, no, I'll say this. I like seeing the pictures after I edit them. Once, I once really I edit see my photos, I'll maybe put like a filter on it to like change the color or something. But that's not. I don't really edit my photos at all. People well, this... message me asking for uncensored versions. I'm like, I'm just that good at taking the photos. There's not an uncensored version. That's it. 
Well, my thing is I don't edit a ton. What I do is like I like cinch in my waist a little bit, just like a little bit to make myself just like a look a little bit thinner, but like and then like I usually put like a dream filter on to like and like maybe change like the face my sh face shape. It's yeah. subtle it's subtle changes. I don't like Yeah. It's not you like all of a sudden like you see me. A Kim Kardashian ass or something. No, well, I don't have to. Well, I would need to, but you don't. You wouldn't need yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't. I don't need to. Kim Kardashian went to a doctor to pay for what my ass is naturally. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's. I would, I always would wish I had a big, fat ass. I would never be sitting down. I'd always be up and twerking. I can't even twerk. I'm not even joking. I barely have an ass. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, well, I would love to say the good comes with the bad. It's like, <laughs> but, but also like me, it's like, there are certain guys who are not into me and it's like, well, okay. I will say this. I very rarely go after white guys. Cause like, my thing is, I know usually nine times out of ten, a white guy is just, I'm just going to say it, like, with the fat ass, their dick's too small. Like, it literally just is. Like, You it, can't it, help that. Like, yeah. It, like, every, like, not in a bad sense, but everybody does know that colored men yeah. are more endowed than white men. And if you're feeling that your second, as, like, your cushion for the pushing isn't getting met, then you yeah. can go find someone who's a bit longer that can't find that. Nobody could take offense to that. That's a prep. Oh, they can't. No, this means they it's, can't handle it. And that's it's, okay yeah. the white boy can't handle it. <laughs> it. It's it. Yeah, it's not like it's a. It's not like a preferencing group. It's like, oh, I just need a guy to have. There's some people who like a guy needs to have ten inches. I'm like, that's insane. That's unrealistic. As long as you have six, you're going to be able to break the floodgates. We're going to be all good. Like, yeah, that's. That's why when some people are like, I need 10, 11 inches. I'm like, so apparently you don't like sitting or walking. That's what I like. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. No, no, thank you. I'd like to keep the use of my legs. Work. So, okay. So have you received any backlash from either like social media of your family being basically naked on Instagram yeah. and Twitter? Yeah, I've had I've had lots of backlash. I've had so many judgmental comments and phrases in the past and people telling me that I shouldn't be doing it. So my, I've had a cousin comment on my photos on um, Instagram. And I, my whole point was at that point, like it was a couple of years ago, I was like, but if I was getting paid for this, if I had a blue tech next to my name, there wouldn't be an issue. Like, but because I'm not, you're finding it an issue. This same person, the cousin, yeah. No no likes my posts. <laughs> and, and my friends and stuff like that. Yeah, they've we've got like um thing is like my friends' kids and that I I've always said if they didn't want me posting their kids on my social media, that's fine. Then after a certain point on my Instagram it got a bit mm. she was like, Can we please take down the pictures of the kids? I was like, No, that's completely fine. I agree, I support that decision. You know what I mean? Uh she personally doesn't go on Instagram anymore because when she does Yeah. It's me naked. <laughs> yeah, and she's I mean, supportive in that sense. But whereas other people, they're like, "Oh, I had to unfollow him. Oh, I had to delete him. Oh, I had to block him." But I'm like, "You could do that, but there's still the attitude." And I'd understand you don't want to see me like that because we're friends, we're family, something like that. You know what I mean? You don't need to give us the attitude. 
My right. mum and dad are very supportive. My brothers are supportive. My partner's supportive as well. Well, it's because, That's like... Yeah. And, well, of I was course... once dating this boy, and his mum tried to... <laughs> uh, I think this was all bullshit, anyway. I was all made up as an excuse. But um, she was threatening to post my pictures online with a big status if I didn't stop doing it while dating her son. And I'm like, but it's between me and you, and you're fine with it, you said. He's like, yeah, but it's her, blah, blah, blah. I was like, then I went to bed and did it first. I went onto Facebook with photos of my Instagram, and I was like, I don't know why she's threatening to post stuff that's already posted. <laughs> and like, you're just giving me more publicity if that was the case. And I was like, yeah. not to mention, she's an older woman. I mean, like, she sits in her house, and we're doing anything, and she's trying to tear me fucking down for about living my life and enjoying myself. Yeah, it's embarrassing. So I was. So she didn't get the reaction she wanted. She came onto my Facebook comment, and I wasn't hiding anything. I was. I wasn't being out of order. I was being completely fair and honest. Like she wants to do this, I'll do it first. I was like, she wants to post pictures on my Instagram. Just Google my name, and you'll see them. You don't need to post them. They're already posted. What's she going to say? This person's dating my son and posting photos like that. <laughs> so what? Well, but see, everyone that you said in your life that needs to be supportive, as you said, is supportive. Because it's like, yeah. I mean, granted, I would say in terms of me, a lot of people are, like, indifferent. Because, like, like, I mean, granted, like, I'm not, granted, as naked as you are online. But it's like, obviously, I'm naked and, like, I'm, like, half, like, my Wait, legs are out and, like, all like my picture. The point is, like, it was true. If the, most of these people saying things about it wouldn't be saying it if I was, like, an actual paid model. Yeah. They, they wouldn't be saying shit. If I, was, if I was famous and stuff like that, I don't class myself... I don't class myself as, like, an influencer or um, anything on social media. I'm just someone that posts stuff. That's what I do. I'm not a creator or anything like that. I, I don't... Me, I've never made money out of social media. I've been offered so many right. ambassadorships over the years. Don't get me wrong. I've had endless opportunities for years. I've always politely declined because it just wasn't who I was. I wasn't I wasn't what I was online doing. I was online just posting stuff. But yeah. like I said, if I was doing it for a career, nobody'd be saying fucking shit about it. And that's what that was my point. And even if like my like like I, I couldn't. I can't even imagine my family, like my mum and dad and my brothers, having an issue because. I, but I can't imagine it to give a, what I think a reaction would be. But no, right, I, but that's not, they, they don't bother with it. They don't give us a hard time. Um, my older brother even messaged me asking about the podcast and saying he will support me and stuff. That he, he found it really exciting yeah. and stuff. To, you know, yeah, it's, it's good. And my little brother, even though like um, it's really difficult for him. My little brother, my youngest one, he's fifteen. Yeah, he's, he's straight. He's hundred percent straight. He knows his sexuality. He's comfortable with it. He's got three older gay brothers, and <laughs> we're quite the characters. So we weren't like that kind of bro brotherhood with them, like video games, football. I'm not saying it was like makeup and dollies. It was more of like an attitude type thing. He didn't have that straight acting attitude. We were gay, yeah. and he's he, he like sees what we post. People have like his friends and like people he's been in contact with over the years, I don't know what to say about kids. Um they're like, oh look what your brother posts. And he's just like so. And then he's like, but why did you do that? Or they'll try to say something. He's just like, but why are you looking at my brother? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Even he knows how to like cut like, keep calm and deflect it and everything that you know what I mean. 
he, if he's 15 and can support me and he's my brother, what's anybody else got to say in it, though? Nothing anybody could say will make any difference. Yeah, and it's like, also, I feel like my family knows I was going to do it anyway. Like, there's no, like, once I started, there's no, like, stopping me. Yeah. I mean, like, if one day if I stop posting naked stuff, this is because I personally don't want to. Nobody will tell me what I can and cannot do with my social media. It's like people as well say to me, oh, you don't really post pictures of your boyfriend much. You're like on Twitter. I'm like, why would it? It's my Twitter. Why would I be? I've paraded him and I've paraded him enough. I don't need to parade him every fucking day. You know what I mean? It's my social media. Well, that that does and actually. If my boyfriend wanted paraded, he'd parade himself. But his socials are private. You know what I mean? He's not really into that kind of life, whereas I am. And that's how we're coming to understand in the comments around. Like he's just because he doesn't do stuff like that doesn't mean he's or doesn't understand or is against me doing it. You know what I mean? He's really supportive. Right. That actually leads me into my next question. So would you ever consider doing OnlyFans? Well, I can give you an straight up answer that everybody's been wanting to know for I will be doing an OnlyFans. Yeah. I will be doing it. Um it will be coming next year, so I've got I'm I'm quite busy on my personal life at the moment. Um but it will be coming. I've got a lot of preparations to do because it's not a way to be like, I'm not going to be doing collabs with people, I don't think. I, I wouldn't be comfortable doing that. My boyfriend will not be getting featured on it. It will be like my Instagram, but sexual. Well, okay. So like, so actually, so I've had this um conversation. Um, there's this a um, model in Spain named um uh, Ramiro Lozano. I've interviewed him on here, and like yeah. his OnlyFans is basically like him, like naked, like showing off his dick, maybe like like getting like dildoing himself, like that kind of stuff. But it's not like he's not ever having sex with anybody. And I'm like, that's what I feel like you, the kind of direction you would go in. That's a hundred percent. The direction yeah. I'm going to be hazing myself into. See, in my in my last relationship, he was it wasn't good. It was very toxic. It went on for a long time, and he was quite abusive and stuff like that. And he was quite sexually perverse. And he'd be like, "Oh, I should do it. Should do it. Should do it." That he'd want me to do it so he could then feature on it, and then so I could do it with other people and stuff like that. Because he wanted he had this idealization of someone wanting to watch people fuck me and stuff like that. And it just made me feel so uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, don't think of me like that. Might be your boyfriend. You're not meant to be wanting people to do that stuff. But um, even my boyfriend now, I said to him, "Oh, what would you do if someone wanted to collab?" He's like, "Yeah, it's fine." But I don't want to do that. Uh, so years ago, a big creator messaged me, and I had a larger following than him on Instagram at the time. I don't yeah. know about now, but I'm um, no. And he says to me that what I post on my Instagram back then, he didn't even post that much revealing stuff on his OnlyFans and made so much money off it. And I'm here, I was giving it for free. And my brother told my dad what I posted on Instagram and then told my dad people get paid for it. And my dad's like, and you're doing it for free. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So it will be pictures of me, videos of me personally. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to be going on for. It's not going to be like, for like a month or two. I'm not going to say I'm going to do it for it as a long-term thing or as a last-term thing. It's just something, I, I want to see where opening this door goes and what happens next and stuff like that. And obviously I'm giving into quite a few of the people's temptations. A lot of people are interested to see more. 
And I would say, I, I'm positive, I'd say I, have, I would have a creative side to it all as well. It won't just be boring, well, hopefully not boring. That's the worrying part is if people don't like it, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely coming. I'll be coming in 2024 and so will I be multiple yeah. times work so i mean like i mean i mean i mean like it's good that you're like okay with that because it's like honestly first of all what you're saying is i just had this conversation with somebody who's an only fans creator on monday and they're like not everybody just wants to see like videos of people getting fucked like that's exactly. not that's not like because for me like I will say this again. Clearly, this is an adult podcast. So, like, I would rather like watch somebody like get their ass eaten. Like, I I get like more turned on and like hum harder from that than like watching people fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. And plus, obviously, seeing the, the way I put like, the stuff I post over the years, it should give you some kind of like idea idea of. Um, but I don't like keeping things the same. I do. I'm all. I feel like every photo I take and post looks the same, but I know it's different in each one. Even if it's just slightly and stuff like that, um, I don't want. To, I'm not going to be like, oh, just like no one. Those people just have, do wanking videos, wanking videos, wanking videos, wanking videos. No, I'm going to take pretty pictures and places, and yeah, I don't know. I'm going. I'm going to get creative with that. I'm going to, and plus, I'll, I'll take on people's. If people have any ideas, I take it on. I listen to everything my followers say. Um, not I listen to everything, but I do take on board some some stuff they ask for and request. Right. I mean, I do to a certain point. Like, there's sometimes, like, I'll do polls occasionally where it's like, who do you want to see interviewed? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, interviewed, like, do you want to see this person interviewed again or this person? And if they don't answer the way that I don't, that I don't like, I just interview the person I want to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I would never have a poll. See, this is the thing, right? So people have polls because they're undecided or because, like, those want to know what they think. I'll already have a decision before I make, before I ask. And I'll only ask if I'm confident that it's, uh, the outcome will be whatever I, the, the thing I wanted it to be. <laughs> so I kind of well, well, that in a sense. Well, okay. This is, this is the thing. In terms of, like, you say you don't have an idea, like, when I post, like, two people that they can decide from, Chances are I know that I can write more questions about both of those people. I just want to see what they're feeling. Because let's be clear. I, it's not like, especially doing this like virtually, it's not like I'm getting to meet fans of my podcast in person. I wish it was that way. Like I am the person who's like, I would love, I would love the idea of like being able to like be in a studio, like having a guest who was comfortable on camera, like sitting across from me, like we're just like having a chat and then like, I get to like actually like hug the person. You and, like, see, I say, think yeah. something like that, I'd be okay being on a camera. Yeah. I would, I would then be okay with being on camera. But who knows, maybe like me opening this door, maybe later on in your series, I can then come back after I started on the yeah. and we'll see how progressed I am with my face on camera then. Right. And I'm like, and I'm absolutely like all for that. Like there are people I've interviewed um, two and three times. There's actually one person who I haven't reached back out to them. I'm going to like, I have questions for them to come back on a fourth time just because like, 
dumb. Their name's Demilo. They're a musician. I literally fucking love Demilo. It's like, yeah, their life is so fascinating to me that like, it's like when you I've... watch. So you watch like a talk show host, right? Say, um, let's say something interesting. Oh, say something on the Kelly Clarkson show, right? And then they go yeah. again. She's like, oh, last time you're here, we were talking about that. Like just having that with someone. So they come back on the show, then you're able to then continue on a conversation with them after it's been so long. Exactly. That's like when and I used to work in bars, and I'd have regulars come in, and then I'd be like, so there was one guy coming every other week, and then I'd be like, oh, so how is your wife doing now? Is the operation okay? And it's like, to be updated and stuff like that, it's like a personal therapist. But I can imagine it being the same thing when you're talking to people on your podcast. Yeah, it's honestly, it's like, and plus, the thing with new people is, Granted, I have had times where I've been like sitting here all done up like this. I get to day of the interview. I send everybody everything. I don't give people more than five minutes. Now, if you're not here within like five minutes of when we're supposed to start, you're ghosting me and like I'm canceling your interview. Like, oh, God, thank God I got in there within five yeah, minutes. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's because like, yeah, I mean, granted, you were fine. Like. We had some like issues, but like I mean, we worked over it. Everything's fine. Yeah. On it's because like I will say this, and like obviously like towards the end, like I can't see you, but I'll like I'll take all this off so you can like see what I look like underneath all this. And it's like, but it gets hot. Like (laughs) wearing a wig is not like I love doing it. You went imagine that you go into all the effort, reaching out this person, setting all of this stuff like that creating everything, making sure that all the good vibes are going. You get yourself yeah. ready. And that would be the most hurtful part for me and the most draining part. It'd be getting myself all dogged up, like you're a drag queen. Yeah. Get yourself all dogged yeah. up. Waiting there for someone to let you down. You would just feel so exhausted and deflated. Like, no, people shouldn't be like that. Don't accept it if you can't do it. And if you can't yeah. do it, say something in advance before you get your wig on. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, granted, it's harder for me to like try and reschedule people now because like i will say this i'm actually glad that i can say this now i am booked um into december now so luckily like that's brilliant yeah it's like so it's like if people don't show up it's like i would love to have you back on don't necessarily know when i'm gonna have time to get you but That's why yeah. I'm literally I'm I'm going to see my um drag sister and tonight she's like performing at this event and like I've wanted to have her back on and I'm, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like sis I'd love to have you back on I don't have the slots like <laughs> well, I'll message her just say that <laughs> yeah yeah I mean but I do I love that because like there was. I mean, obviously, I have, like, dips. There are times where, like, there was one month where I didn't even acknowledge it to people. Some people didn't notice that, like, I'd pretty much taken the whole month of, like, July off. And it wasn't just because I just couldn't get guests. So, like, and then all of a sudden, I just, just from that, like, dip, I've, like, ramped back up ever since. And, like, ever since then, I've been doing one, but two at least interviews. When you had that like, dip, when, at least when you had that dip, you didn't stop, though. Some people might, no. might have been enough for them to, but now look, you're booked up into December. Yeah. Because it's like, I'll find somebody, like, 
Because I seen like... the message and I was like, oh, can I do that? I'm like, well, I did want to open the door a bit. I was like, and you know what? I've been a bit lazy, so I need to kick myself in the arse a little bit. So I'm like, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, as you said, you're not comfortable this time. It's, I, first of all, I get it. It's hard meeting somebody for the first time, especially like when all we're doing is like texting each other and like, it's yeah. not like we're actually like and getting it. I start getting like dead and shy and embarrassed, and then I start, <laughs> I I start like getting like a little bit cheeky. Yeah, <laughs> but like at least I can be. Must, I just want to get to the point where I'm able to go on a camera and be chill and authentic without feeling like pressure and anxieties of it all. And I know I'll get there one day. People find it quite surprising though because I do post stuff and cause to the extent I do post, they're like, "But you can't go on a camera and talk." But it's different. Well, no, it's very, and I say, I will, I'm the person who like, as you said, you post like nude photos of yourself online. Literally one of my friends who's in the UK, like his name is um, Mr. Pops. He just started out like posting pictures of his ass on Twitter. And like, that's, it's on Twitter and Instagram. Like, that's how I started following him. And then I messaged out to him. He's like, I was surprised when you reached out to me. I'm like, I'm like, I will find something out of nothing. Like, <laughs> Trust me, I will. F it's like you may not think of anything, but it's like now he's been on here three times as well. He's someone else I'm trying to get on here a fourth time, but like he's now an OnlyFans content creator, so he's busy like making that money. But I'm like, I'm like, don't forget about me. Love you, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. remember when I didn't really used to post much on Twitter, or it was mainly just my Instagram. And then a couple of years ago, I think it was two years ago. Or was it last year? No, I think it was the year before. I said, Oh, I might do an OnlyFans. And then I see a cheeky tweet. And I don't know why, but my follower went from like 2,300 up to like, well, I had, I had hit 10K. It's fallen back down now. Like, always my fluctuate. My followers always fluctuate. But no, I had 10K at one point. It was just so active. And it was, yeah. I was getting so many notifications. I was, I my phone wouldn't stop going for like two days straight just because I said I was going to maybe go and do it. But people thought took that as I was going to do it. Be and my it was crazy. I was crying to my dad. Like I was so stressed out. I wanted it to stop. <laughs> well, I mean, that's always like you have dips. Like I will say, I've never been close to 10k on anything. I wish <gasps> one day. You'll get. I, I I figure I figure if I do interviews enough, I'll eventually. My goal is to just get to 2,000. Like I'm, I, but. Here's the thing. I get followed by so many, and you probably know this as like uh, um, somebody who's on social media. You get followed by so many bots that like all of a sudden. So, yeah, that's what I mean. Like my followers are like go down like a hundred and odd. I'm like that's because Instagram cleans out bots. Yeah, and so does like... the accounts that go unactive. People have got to realize that accounts do go unactive. So many people make up fake accounts, and then there are the bots as well and stuff. They follow me and stuff like that. Like, I know for a, like you know what's really embarrassing. When someone makes a fake account, then messages me. I can instantly tell from the get-go if the account's fake. Well, and people yeah. use my photos all the time and try to catfish other people as well. <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen to me on like Twitter. I've had that happen to me on Instagram. It's like somebody tried to like hit me up, and my friend Mister Pops, they're trying to be like pretend they were him. I'm like, I'm like, babe, I know this ain't you. Like, I was visiting my previous boyfriend in England, and while I was there, 
someone in the area of Dundee on Grinder using my photos messaged my brother and asked for a threesome, not knowing that we were brothers. My they brother was like, your brother? Yeah, they're using my, they didn't know, because my oldest brother, Ian, people didn't really believe where we were, we were all siblings. They thought we made it all up. We all came from the same rainbow family. My mom's got yeah. a magical vagina, honestly. <laughs> well, it ain't, well, it ain't that rainbow. She's able to get one straight one. So, I mean, like... Uh, took a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, come to think of it, your mom went through the whole rainbow. She went gay, 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 bisexual, straight. Like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My oldest brother came out as bisexual, but he was no. We all knew he was definitely going to end up gay, and he is. Well, I did what I did. It's because I was scared. Like, well, okay. Clearly, as I told you, my story. Could you imagine if I had come out as gay? Coming out as bisexual, I got locked in a mental institution. Like, oh my God. Come out as gay. They probably would have took you out back. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> like I probably would have ended up in like a trunk of somebody's car. Like, fuck. no, he's I mean, sorry that that gay is too far gone. Yeah, and it's like, but actually, it was my sister was the one who just told me. So like, when I finally like came out as gay, it was like two years after I came out as bisexual. I went to see um Lady Gaga and Cher in the same month, and my sister's like, just admit that you're gay. I'm like, fine, <laughs> you're right. But grown, grown up and stuff like that, obviously you're closer to my age. Were you a fan of Kesha? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Every bisexual loved Kesha back then. Yeah. Is that what that means? She literally had every bisexual as a fan. All the bisexuals loved Kesha. All the gays loved Gaga. All, and then stuff like that. You know what I mean? But the bisexual people, they were obsessed with <laughs> Kesha. I knew I was. I still am. Yeah, I saw that. And it's like, my thing is, I like both. I, um, perform both because this is the thing that i'll get into so i'm a musician so like unlike most drag queens who just lip sync you sing i don't i don't i sing live yeah i love that yeah and it's like i don't know so scotland's a little bit closer to like england where like drag queens more sing live than lip sync right A bit of both. It's, it's in the middle. They get drag queens who will do both in their set. Because I know... What was it? The, um... To, um, go to Drag Race. The infamous, like, Charlie Hyde's Trinity the Tuck lip sync, where Charlie Hyde's was saying, like, 90% of the acts in the UK sing live anyway. So. Yeah, because they want to be authentic. Yeah. You know I mean? And it's they're all and what over here I notice a lot is the competitiveness of people. So if they're not doing if they're doing it live, then they've got to be better and better and better than other people. So like they won't have the authenticity about them. Not right. that I think the problem, people that lip sync either. Lip syncing is actual fun. Have you seen that show? I would love to go on that. Which show? Lip um Lip Sync Battle. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? So I don't see a problem. People have a problem with drag queens lipsing and I don't need to grow up. Well, this is my thing. And I say this because as a drag queen, if I sing live, don't tell me I have to lip sync to work in your bar. 
Yeah. It's like, no. it's like, it's like, it's Don't like your, how to do your, how to do your performance. You're not telling them how to run their bar. Yeah. That's, that's happened to me before. I literally performed at a bar once and then I tried to perform there again. And they're like, Oh, we don't want you here. Cause you sing live. Just like, cause that's just a safer hobby. Cause that's not going to work. Yeah. Cause it's like, but my thing is now I do shit for everyone. Who's like wants, first of all, anyone who's like, I'm a drag queen who wants to start a podcast where I interview people. Get away from my gig, sis. But like, <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't need more, y'all. But like, well, first of all, anyone who thinks that this is easy and think that you're just like handed guests, ah, no. No, it's not. I couldn't no. imagine it being easy. No, it took me like, now, like, I say, like, writing an interview, it used to take me, like, four days to come up with questions. Now, I can honestly do it in about 20 minutes. <laughs> Don't Impressive. Yeah. Well, because what I do is, like, what I found the easiest, especially the first time, I, that's for the first time. Usually, like, second, third, fourth time, it takes me a few days to write that. But the first time, it's, like, Literally, I just sandwich questions. I ask people the same general questions in the beginning, same general questions at the end. The middle is all them. That's like, it's it's literally the easiest way. I love it. So, um, well, I know you said you're in a relationship now. So, like, what's your dating life kind of been like before? Your well, not the greatest. I was in. I've been in. Like previously, before this relationship, I've been in two serious relationships. One from when I was like 15 to 18. And that relationship left me traumatized and needed therapy. And it led to shit. And then the one after that lasted, was on and off for over six years, I think it was, or just five and a half years on and off. And he, he was abusive. Uh, he hit me, he would cheat on me all the time. Um, Aww. we ended up living together. I thought he had so I lived in England accent six months, and that was with him. He attacked me and his parents' home and stuff, and then I was sleeping. But then his family called me toxic for, for what being I'm toxic for getting cheated on and for getting hit. I didn't hit him back without respect and his parents' house, but I am I will defend myself regardless of whoever it is that lays their hand on me. But no, it doesn't. And then a year, he was in a bad place, drinking, drugs. A year later, oh, I'm better now, blah, blah, blah. So I got back to speaking to him, because I had left and moved back home. Got spoke to him a little bit and stuff like that. And then I was like, I was like he has changed. Obviously, I'm in love with this person. I've been in love with him for years. Right. I'm, I'm going to want to see that, isn't it? He he did. He did convince me. He tricked me. And then I was like that. He tricked he, None of my friends and family knew what he was like. And they wouldn't believe me. Sometimes my friends would think I was being a bit erratic when I was acting something, when I would say things sometimes. And then after I broke up with my friends and family, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, don't you apologize for not seeing something. I didn't see it either. You know what I mean? Right. So he ended up, I found a bunch of search logs from his old, from his Google account, up at like a year's worth until he moved in with me, was searching for sexual videos of myself online thinking he could find sexual images of my brother and videos of us doing ancestral things. And that was almost every single night for a year. 
he had been doing that before he moved here when he had meant to have been changed Damn. so god knows i was just I, the situation is when you couldn't think it can get any worse i got worse and it got worse and it got worse i could talk about this for like days but it was just so horrible and intense and i would react back but i mean when he left the screen when he tapped me i tapped him back I wouldn't take it. I tap him back, but a lot of the time it was just a. It was, it was like all the time it was up with defense. He was so he got caught hitting me. People would walk past my window. My fan, family and friends would come to see me and see him from outside the window because I live on the bottom floor. Him hitting me, and my door got hanging, pushed in, everything caused it. He got stopped. Um, I got to the point where I tried to commit suicide last year. I was in hospital and everything because of him. I ended up with COVID for a second time and I had to isolate with him after my suicide attempt. Then the day of my the day of isolation was up, I went and got a tattoo for basically saying I won't be silenced anymore. And someone doing like the shh with a finger and down the finger it says I won't be. And I made him come with me to get it. And then we got home and he attacked me yet one last time and I couldn't deal with it anymore. Obviously, I'd just been, I, I just got out of hospital like two weeks beforehand to so try to kill right. myself. And then my family came over and stuff like that and it was just a big, big massive showdown. And then I ended up kicking him out of my house because I did leave him. I broke up with him for like a while at that point because he had done something else. And I said to him, you could live here until you move out, until you find somewhere else to live. I wouldn't kick him out. You didn't have nowhere else to go, blah, blah, blah. Little did I know. I ended up kicking him out and I ended up living with my parents on and off most of last year because I couldn't mentally cope. And I needed a lot of recovery and they helped with my recovery. Wow. So my relationships haven't been the greatest. Um, I can't even say there's been a good one here and there, like a little one, because they were all shit as well. One of them almost sent me to prison for making up a bunch of false lies and allegations about me. All got proven wrong, by the way. But no, that always yeah. ruined my fucking life. Frick. Right. Yeah, yeah. And now I don't know where he's on to, but he is that messed up. Um, has new he got into a relationship with someone and this person he was with they were living together and then he ends his boyfriend ended up having an accident he was in a coma and then his mum reached out to me asking about this boy and I told her everything I experienced with him and how I and expressed all the concerns I think she can get her son away from him as well because he was crazy. Right. So no, I've not had the greatest relationships, but this one I'm in just now, like, it's difficult because after being through so much trauma and stuff, I'm still waiting on the pop, the ball dropping. I'm waiting on finding out I've been cheated on and something like that. You know what I mean? Every time I get a measured request of that, I'll, I'll be like, oh my god, what I'm going to find out now. But it's mm -hmm. not been like that, and nobody really talks about the the depth and change, like coming from bad to good as. People just think right. you get one good thing and that's all done and settled. It's not. You've got to learn that's good. You've got to forget the toxic behaviours you've been yeah. pushed to. Yeah. Just and okay. my, my partner's really understanding and he's really he's constantly reassuring. He understands what I've been through in that. And he tries not to like let any of my triggers happen. So it's really good, yeah. Okay. Well, before I get into my thing, just know. Just know, baby, if I was there, I'd just like give you a hug because I know, like, you need that. I know that. I know that's just not fucking easy to say. Like, no, it's not. But I'm, I've I've always been open and honest. And yeah, stuff like that. You know, I mean, right? My followers. I don't well, want a lie. You know? So okay. So in terms of my relationships, I know what it's like having to tell um 
people's stuff that you don't want to have to admit. Like I had to tell my first um, boyfriend, like the first time before we had sex, I had to tell him like, listen, I've been, I've been sexually assaulted before. And like, like, and what I realized now, like reflecting upon it, I realized like, I, I kept saying sexual assault for years. No, I was raped. Like, yeah, I was raped. no, no, yeah. I, I, I hear that so much. Like, I've, I've had, I've, I've been sexually assaulted on many occasions, like my life, and, yeah. like that. and it was hard for me to open up and tell my previous relationship. And it's in this relationship, it was hard to tell, but in a sense, it made me feel easier. And there's still things I still have not told him yet. I yeah. will tell him, just, and he understands that as well. Like, so if like, I got a trigger, and I'll tell him. I can't explain it to him what it is, but I will in time. He he completely just yeah. I just, I'm just trying to agree with that. That's fair. Yeah, no, but it's also you got to tell them because it's like I had to I had to tell him that like I don't know like we're having sex for the first time. I don't know how I'm gonna react. Yeah. After everything's done, like, and that's like, that was but, very brave of you as well. Yeah. Well done to you. Thank you. So but that one. That one lasted a year. The reason we ended up breaking up was because as we were literally, I got a note with the key in the door saying um, all this other stuff. And then like towards the end, they're like, I'm transitioning. So they're now a woman. Would you have stayed? Uh, I had been saying at the time, no. Yeah, because I did. I, this is the thing. This was in my twenties. I didn't know much about trans people because, like, it feels like it feels like now more than ever, like trans people are more like shown out in the world. But it's like back then, it was like I didn't know stuff. I was like, but, and she said, "I know you won't accept me for the way that I am." Which was true. Because yeah. it's like there were certain things that like I was accepting about because like she would like she wanted to be a drag queen. Like I'm all for that because like you could take how off. could I yeah, how could I not accept you being a drag queen with me being a drag queen that'd make me a hypocrite? Like are you like in contact and friends with her now? No. 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 <laughs> no, I the only person so My, like, very first ex that, like, so I've had three relationships, actually. Two of them lasted a month. The first one that lasted a month, I broke up with them the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because I, I just, I was very insecure with myself. I wasn't really attracted to them. I had really, like, no interest in them, but they were the first person who paid attention to me, so, like... I get that. Yeah. So they... The, the shocker to my date in life, um, I said the first relationship, he put me, I had to go to therapy last year. Yeah. And the suicide attempt, so there's a little, there's, they're, they're, they're connected. Yeah. My two relationships and all that's connected. My first relationship, he cheated on me with my brother. 
<laughs> and then I, I caught my second, I caught my last boyfriend in the toilet with my brother and sent, he was sending them dirty messages and stuff like that. My brother showed me them. So I had about two years of trauma with my first relationship doing that. He was my first love, blah, 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 blah. That, and it turns out like that had quite an impact on me. I, I had, then my, my boyfriend's, well, sorry, my ex-boyfriend then, sending him my brother nudes and stuff like that well we were together saying he wanted to do this want to do that i literally just seen all that trauma all over him in my head again and that's the, and then that night i tried to commit suicide which was last year the oh. start of last year and but obviously thank god i was one of the lucky ones that come through the other side of it because right one, that's, that's just a stupid reason for i've done it and two, you know what i'm way better than that well i'm so connected I... so when I got into this relationship, I'm like, you don't like my brother do. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I I know I know I've been suicidal before. Like I know that's not the easiest thing. I've been suicidal twice. And as I said, luckily come out the other side. Thank God I'm here. Now to the second ex. So literally after the trans ex broke up with me, I literally got in a relationship immediately after that, which was fucking stupid. This person Dude. I dated I dated a month and like so you said you were cheated on multiple times i was kind of too because like we were in an open relationship but we had we had rules one yeah. of them was we if we're gonna do stuff we do stuff together yes i i went to work one day he got he got sucked off by two guys in my apartment and <gasps> your apartment mm-hmm Mm-mm, girl, no. So then I got back at him. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't mature, but this is what happened. I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to break the rule, so am I. So I got fucked by a, a deaf black guy because I'm like, <laughs> how did he I'm like, how did, did he, he find out about it? No, the, the the deaf black guy when he was moaning during sex, did you have to like move his fingers. <laughs> oh, like oh, I still don't know. I've had I've had sex with more than one deaf um person. I don't know. I think they like <laughs> they can tell like you're turned on. I guess I don't I don't actually know. But anyway, so, yeah, so you like from revenge, yeah. And like as he was breaking up with me, he said. I'm not going to say the word that he said, but he said, all you ever want is that N-word dick. Oh, my God. And he said this in my... I lived in the, like, poor part of the city, so, like, I lived around primarily black people, so he's saying this outside of my... He was saying this with the door open to my apartment. So he's screaming this while black people could hear him saying this. They could have ended up giving you like that could have attracted them all to your house and not mention yeah. racist. Yeah. And and believe me, if they would have like come from, I would have been like, go ahead, fucking kill him. I don't give a shit. We're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, he's dumb. Kill. Bye. Yeah, kill the racist. I don't fucking care. Well, but my blood off the land before you go, please. <laughs> as as I say, evil, evil is I will say karma's a bitch. Because when you spew that negativity. After he broke up with me, he got HIV. Oh. And was that not a common disease that people associated with black people? And no, no, no. 
yeah, I don't exactly. Exactly. I mean, karma works in mysterious ways. That's something that yeah. usually all all the white people said bad people had it, it came from them and stuff like that. But obviously, it's bullshit. Yeah. And he went and caught it. So yeah, karma does work in mysterious ways. <laughs> and it's like, and I've been single since then, and I've been happily single since then because it's like, especially like knowing I want to move. Yeah, you don't want all that. So as so as, oh shit. Okay, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Sorry, I had to unplug my um, mic because I accidentally hit a vocal effect. Anyway, so <laughs> it's like, uh, what was I saying? So it's like, yeah, as I said, I've been happily single and like, especially with me wanting to move. Yeah. I'll move and hopefully. Either that or my um my crush will like me. I will say this. I've actually I actually did develop a crush with somebody who's been on here before. Ooh. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't saying who it is because my nosy ass fans want to know, and my response is I ain't telling you. So you'll find out <laughs> when I want you to. Yeah, too right. So um. What's your relationship to drugs and alcohol? Well, I do drink. Um, I of had course. a bad relationship with drink and alcohol in my previous relationship because he introduced me to drugs, and I was so like, I was so manipulated and controlled. Like I was drinking and doing drugs almost on a daily basis, and it wasn't like it wasn't like I was cocaine as well. You know what I mean? And wow. luckily, I, I didn't get any, luckily I didn't get any addictions or. I've not had any repercussions of that and stuff like that. But like, we would, I went, I, I was at, I did college when he moved with me and then he's a chef and he would go to work and he just get drunk at work, come home drunk, I'd beg him not to and stuff like that. But then I, I had bad mental health and stuff like that, especially with my anxiety, I'd suffered for years. And he kind of got to my weaknesses and manipulated us and controlled us. I ended up working with him. I worked in the front of house, he was back of house. Yeah. And we would just drink all the time. Uh, on my days off, drank, drank at work, drank after work, something like that, blah, blah, blah. Because he made me feel like I needed to do that. I didn't think about doing it until he was like, oh, here, or here, or here, or here, or here. You know what I mean? Right. So it wasn't the greatest. Now, my, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I don't do that. No. <laughs> Obviously, I'm sane. I like to think I was at manic back then, but I'm 100% manic now. See... I get that. I know that I don't have an addictive personality simply because of the fact. Okay, so I'll get into my religion. I, I get addicted to people. Yeah, not substances, not really. My thing is okay. So, in terms of drugs, those probably drugs don't go to alcohol. So it's like for terms of drugs. So I have what um, I have bone spurs in the heels of um both of my feet. So basically, what happens is if I'm standing too long. Or if I'm like walking too long on my feet, it'll feel like somebody's like stabbing me in the foot with a knife. Yeah. And like when I had a job where I was working on my feet eight, 12 hours a day before I got on health insurance, a problem you don't have in Scotland, be lucky. So, like, it took me four months to get on health insurance when I developed these. And I used to take ibuprofen like crazy. Like, I used to take yeah. like, 18 24 pills a day 
Jesus, that's not good. No, ibuprofen no, is really yeah. too much use of it is really bad for you. It ruins your stomach lining and stuff like that. No, exactly. I know it's not good for me. It's like I'm yeah. so glad I was able to like stop because like if I'd done it more than four months, like I was constantly sick through that whole time, and people were like, "It's because you're taking so much ibuprofen." I'm like, "But I'm taking ibuprofen because I'm in pain." So it's like. It's like, yes, it's not good for you, but it's also like, I want the pain to stop. So it's like, you you have to outweigh everything. Yeah. No, I get it. It's tough. Yeah. And in terms of alcohol, so I had like a bad night where like, it was a drink where it was a night where I was performing and people were just handing me drink after drink after drink after drink. And I got in my car and I drove an hour home. Oh, Jesus, that's not good. Yeah. And then, like, I was almost to... I was, like, one town over from my town. And then that's when I got pulled over by a cop. And luckily, I say, like, my dad was able to pick me up. Otherwise, I would have gotten a DUI. Oh, you got it. been good. So that stopped me from drinking when I was performing. I'm like, no. And honestly, like, now I look at it, like, especially being a singer... I need water's better for me anyway than alcohol because, like, alcohol like dries out your vocal cords. Like, oh, yeah, I know I do a lot of karaoke when I'm out drinking, yeah, or I sing a lot anyway at home when I'm drinking too. But even though, like, I, I can have like a few drinks at nighttime watching TV, kick back, relax, stuff like that. Whereas yeah. before it was excessively like, it was, yeah, it wasn't like it was like, how, how much can I get? How quickly can I get drunk? How could I get to that feeling? Like, oh, I was just like that. Whereas now, I just I just have a couple and I just tune out, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I was yeah. scared of seeing that part of myself and everything. Like, looking back on it and stuff like that, like, a part of me, I could tell, was aware at the time that it was all going on. Right. And it was, it was, it was frightening and all, but it was really relieving. I've had a, a really good support. My my friends and family have been really good. Yeah. And it's like, as you said, we both found out we don't have addictive personalities. Like, now... I can have two drinks if I want them and I'm fine. Like I don't have an addictive personality. I just Yeah, like I don't get I don't drink to get drunk anymore. Whereas before I did. I never like tried to drink to get drunk. That was well, my I thing. Would. Well, yeah, because you were well also part of it is you said in that relationship, you drinking to get drunk is probably also a subtext of you trying to like kind of numb the pain of yeah, what you were going plus, through. Like, I thought I'll go along with it, things will be good, but won't argue, we won't fight. I'll be able to keep control on things. Yeah. He won't. And I mean, like, if I'm nice, it maybe like he won't cheat. You know what I mean? He was always t- trying to message other boys and everything all the time. Like, so the whole two time I knew him, he was always cheating on me, sending dick pics to other guys and stuff like that. And I wasn't comfortable, I didn't like it. And then when I was really bad, he tried to get me into threesomes. And I remember like agreeing, but then backing out and everything. Like, it was just crazy. Right. But glad right. we're in a better place than everything now. Yes. And to my final question. So, what's the biggest misconception about you? That I'm a slut. <laughs> <laughs> because of what I post, people think I'm, I, I, like, I'm, I mean to do, like, I send deck pics to anyone that asks. That's the way they treat it anyway. So, that's the biggest misconception about me, I feel. Yeah. People used to think I was stuck up in bitchy and stuff like that, but I'm not. I'm like I, I could talk any. I, I I could literally adapt to anyone. If they're a cunt and I don't like them, I just won't bother with them. I wouldn't 
pursue it to be nasty and like stuff like that. Yeah, but no, biggest misconception is probably that I'm, I'm slutty because of what I post. No, I mean, like, granted, I'm just getting to know you, but you, like, you seem very nice, but I also feel like I have that, like, adaptable thing where it's like, but also being a host of a podcast, you can't be a bitch. Like, yeah, if you want people if you want people to come back, you can't be a bitch. So, well, you got like, Wendy Williams. <laughs> just saying, you're not hard for quite. I I know, I know. Don't say that. I love Wendy Williams. Um, she's she's one of my interviewing. <laughs> like, I would say, um, her and Howard Stern are like my two like interview inspirations. See, I don't really watch interviewers. I watch who's been interviewed. So, like, I won't watch the talk show. I'll go online and watch like Hess's recent no, like, something like it, that. Well, yeah, but so you don't get like, that many talk shows over here like you get in America. I give the stream to Kelly Clarkson show over here. I'd probably watch it. I could see all that online. Well, yeah. Wait. Well, no, because in okay, this is one thing I don't know about Scotland, but in Scotland, do you get like the UK shows? Like, do you get like Graham Norton and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There just aren't that many. Like, yeah, there's not that many. There are some, but like America's got like tons of really good ones that are well known. You get ones that are well known at the time here. Then when you talk about other ones, like oh, they used to be on air, but now they're not. Yeah, because someone yeah, else like, took over. Whereas in America, you could have more than fucking one. <laughs> well, no, because in in the Scotland in the UK, they used to have like Graham Norton and Alan Carr, but Alan Carr's show ended. So like, yeah. We had this thing called Paul O'Grady as well, but he recently passed. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, yes, I do know Paul O'Grady. Yes. I yeah, do. he passed away recently. Oh, wow. He was a famous drag queen. The person that I know that he interviewed, like I'd seen multiple interviews of, it's a, it's American singer who actually made a huge in England, someone who I love. No. Oh, I've seen her um, a few times. Uh, Anastasia. I'm out of love. Set me free. Anastasia. Anastasia. Oh my god, yeah. she's iconic. I grew up my whole goddamn life listening to that woman. I yeah, Anastasia's like one of my favorite singers to do. I've covered her many times. Like left outside alone and everything. I just oh, as that comes on on a night out, you literally the whole club's jumping. Everyone loves her. Yeah, and it's like. I just, my thing is, I want her to come out with new original music. Like music like, sounding back like then, so the music that sounds like now. Yeah, but it's like her, even her like new album that just came out like a month ago was all like covers songs. And it's like her album Evolution, in my opinion, is like one of the best albums to come out ever. Like, and that came out like in 2017, but she hasn't really done original music since then. It's like, yeah, it's like, girl, it's like, I actually will say, I have, I have been tempted to find out what her address is because she lives in Miami, which is not that far from me. And it's like, maybe she's like been left out, maybe like she's at the studio, but she's been left outside alone. Yeah. Because <laughs> I will say, once I start like interviewing, like, because here's the thing, in terms of this podcast, I have not interviewed any straight people, personally, because I feel like they have the whole world. Why do they need this? Sure. Very true. But 
when I do, I have certain people like on my list, and Anastasia would definitely be like one person that I'd love to like sit down with and like, especially like her struggle with like um breast cancer. I'd love to like get more into depth about that because like my mom had breast cancer when she was alive, and like, yeah. So like that'd be just like something to get into. So anyway, misconception about me because. So I would say some people think I'm shady. I'm not shady. I'm like blunt and honest, meaning like I'm the kind of person who's like, if you're like a singer or a rapper and you suck, I'm not going to tell you you're amazing. I'm going to tell you you suck. That's me. But people just call me, people over here, you guys call it bets for, bets for being honest. But sometimes my friends have got to be like, Dylan, don't say it. <laughs> But why? Because it's like, here's the thing. If you're bad at something. Oh, no, they tell I, me to stop because I'm going to give my opinion when it's not being asked for. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it plenty of times on here. <gasps> That's me. I just was honest. No, there's one time that I said somebody's name on here. There's like, I was talking about, I'm like, no offense, this person. Like, I'm literally saying like. <laughs> That's like me as well. Like if, if I say something about someone, I've already said it. I've already said it to them, or I would say it to them. And then if I'm telling someone something I've experienced, and then I mention the person's name, and the person's yeah. like, "Oh, you're talking about me at this. I'm like, "No, I'm talking about a situation I was in. You just so happened to cause it." Yeah, it's not and shadiness. It's you know, what I mean, it's not me being shady. I'm just literally telling something I've gone through. You can't take that from me. See, but you're dealing with people in the private sector. I'm an interviewer, so it's like Very true. that's it's like I'm talking about people who like if I ever go to like Los Angeles, I could potentially have to end up meeting in person. <laughs> and that's gonna be like you're gonna be like, I heard you said this. I'm like, but I said you were a good go-go dancer. It's like <laughs> It's like I just I just think you suck as a rapper. I think you are a great dancer. Yeah, I will give you that. I'll give you your props. You're amazing. You are. Well, well it's you not. You don't seem shady at all to me. I'm not. I'm not. It's like. It's like. In terms of like being like shady, it's not like a. It's a lot of times like I will make a joke to somebody that's like a little shady, and I'm like, but that's fair. Yeah. It's like. I want to make you laugh. I want to make you have like a good time. There's only there's only one time that somebody after I found this out after the interview has cried on here. And when I and when I found out they were wearing sunglasses, so that's why I couldn't tell, but when I found out, when I they came back on a second time, I'm like I'm like I felt like shit when I heard about that. I just want to let you know that. Yeah. Cuz that's not my goal. Like No, that would make me feel shit as well if that made someone cry. Depends on if I meant to or not. So because I'm I'm not the person who like you so set up for any bad intention. You just want to be honest. No, no, I'm not. I'm not Diane Sawyer trying to make. Well, I don't care. I don't care what anybody said. I had somebody defend Diane Sawyer with this. So in 2003, she interviewed Britney Spears and she made her cry on camera. Oh my god! Do you and, remember that? Yeah, yeah, and somebody said like. She didn't know what she was doing. I'm like, no, she knew exactly what she was doing. Uh, Diane Sawyer exactly. had been doing interviews for how many years and she didn't know what she yeah. was doing? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. right off. 
no, she knew exactly what she was doing. Just like yeah. when she when she pissed off Whitney Houston and like made her mad, she knew exactly what she was doing. And you can't act like, oh, she didn't know what she was doing. And nobody said that when she pissed Whitney off as well, though. But they're saying it because she pissed Whitney off. And that's why, like, when people said, like, but because that's my thing, like, I don't love. That's probably why. I could never be like a professional journalist. And if anything other than doing like a podcast, I do radio. Cause it's like that notion of you're just going to try and like dig and dig and dig. So you get a reaction out of somebody that to me seems like it's fucked up. It's, it's vomitous in a way. It's like, it's disgusting. It's like, when, it's, it's like paparazzi people <clears throat> as well. Like see some of them like, Oh, like I've been, I've seen it on TV and stuff. And it's like, how did they actually have the nerve to do stuff like that to someone? It's a shame what celebrities have to endure and stuff like that for what people to get make money off them. So when you have an interview with them, you be horrible. You ask them inappropriate questions. Then you only post them reacting and stuff kind of essentially. Right. I mean? Like, I mean, granted. Why would I you have... do that? You mean, like, the, was it live when Britney cried? It was, was, it was bad. It was bad. Like, no, was it a live interview? No. Well, there you go then. Why would you go away and post it still? You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking as fuck. It's no, they yeah, you could have edited that part out, but again, that's why, like, I will say this that's why, in some ways, I like the fact that, like, even though granted, yes, this is going to get posted as a YouTube video later, but it's like this was live in the moment, and yeah, I, I'm not going to edit any of this at all. So, like, you're going to be seen exactly the way you were. So it's like, I can't pull any, like, gotcha, I tricked you saying this. It's like, no. Yeah. No, and I appreciate that. And I, was like, and I trust yeah. that, you know what I mean? Because yeah. when I'm doing something like that, that's what I need, that's what I should trust. Yeah. And it's like, as this, for this, probably this is like, you people haven't interviewed you a lot. When you get on OnlyFans, you're going to have people asking you to interview you all the time. I will say this, not everybody's as nice as I am, and not everybody's as good at doing this as I am. Don't worry, I'll be back if that's the case. So, so like, I mean, not to make myself sound egotistical and cocky, but I've seen I've seen some people interview people, and I'm like, mm. it's like it's like you didn't you knew you knew nothing about the person. You didn't do any ounce of like research. You just asking basic ass questions. And that's why, like, when I like interview people who have been interviewed before. I try not to ask not Something only to be asked. Yeah. Like actually I interviewed a trans person on here and talking to my drag sister, she's like, if you're gonna interview trans people, you're gonna ask them about their um surgeries and generals, all that. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna ask that because they're gonna be asked that everywhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask about what went on mentally up in their head because nobody's gonna ask them that. That's what questions. I want to know. Yeah, that's why. And um, the person I did, their name, um, her name is Arise Wanzer. Um, shout out to Arise, love her. Anyway, she's like, she's like, she's like, I've never even opened up about this till now because nobody asked me about it. I'm like, that's because you did uh, what you do. It's thank you. It's like it's like you've got people who have probably interviewed you who have been in this game ten years. At that point, I had been interviewing people for five months. That's madness. Like, now I'd love to say, 
God, I, I just looked at how many interviews I've done. So in like a year, I've done this will now be my 47th interview. And I'm like, that to me, it seems like wild. No, that is, that's in a year already. Yeah. I, well, I'm almost at a year. So like my first interview was um January 9th of this year. So in January 9th of 2024 will be a year. So it's like... And you're booked up till December. I'm starting to get booked up for December. Yes, I'm like, finally. Now, to anyone who's out there who like owns a podcasting network, as long as you don't want me to change the way I do things, I will happily go to your network. Yeah. Because that's... That's my thing. I just, I'm not, I'm not going to like sit there and like be the person who's like, tell the guest, okay, you can't say this word and that word and that word and that word. It's like. No, that would, I, I hate being restricted like that. That's why like this is done on Twitch, but like Twitch will never sponsor me. Cause like, I'm not going to tell people, okay. So like, if you want to say the word suicide, if you're on Twitch and you say the word suicide, you're, you don't get paid for that um, live stream. I'm like, they want you to say unalive to themselves. I'm like, I'm like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> fuck it's off. Suicide to never unalive themselves. Or like, yeah, no, it's anyway, we can go on. So anyway, with that being said, it was a pleasure getting to meet you. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you. And as I said, you'll get to see what I look like under all this in a minute. So with that being said, this is Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you enjoyed. <laughs>